Welcome to Eventful Brighton, where we bring you notable stories and events from in and around Brighton. If you want to keep your finger on the pulse in Brighton, or you want to know what's happening in Brighton from afar, then you're in the right place. Come with me as I get under the skin of Brighton, its people, its places and its events. Eventful Brighton is brought to you by wireworldmedia.co.uk. I'm um, standing in the projection room of the uh, Duke of York's cinema with John Barron, a chair. And where are you from originally, John? Well, I'm kind of half American, half Spanish. My mother's from New York, my dad's from Bilbao. I grew up in different places. But now I'm a, a long-time UK resident in Brighton. Brighton is my home. Tell us a little bit about, because uh, I know you're quite knowledgeable on this because I've heard you speak about it, the history of this uh, fantastic cinema. Well, a brief, I mean, obviously there's lots of the history you could go on for a long time about, but briefly, it was opened in September 1910 as a purpose-built cinema, and, you know, it's been opened ever since. It's been, you know, it started off as a really beautiful premiere picture house, as they used to call it, and and it evolved into different kinds of cinema, including, you know, kind of a flea pad and a second run cinema a bit of a seedy place to go and now in its current incarnation it's a, a lovely art house cinema and we're in the projection room and I'm delighted to see well I say I'm delighted I, I'm not an expert on projectors but is this an old fashioned projector I mean you're using real film aren't you this is really as old fashioned as it gets we've got a um, the sort of the main body is a 1950s West Star uh, projector and then the lamp house which was incorporated into it later on um, is a Cinemechanica from the 70s. Um, and then, you know, you've got your tower over there, which is spooling off the 35mm film, threading through the projector, and, yeah, being projected onto the screen. It's fantastic. Right, should we go somewhere else now? Where yeah, it's slightly sure. quieter. Yeah. So we're going out to the projection room. Down some steps. I can't get over how big those spools are. Those spools of film, they're huge, aren't they? Yeah, well, they come in um, in smaller bits. So uh, an average film will have five to six reels with about 10, 15 minutes on each reel. And then the projectionist will splice those together into one big reel so they can just play them all at once. Right, so there's a bit of prep involved then. So down into the main foyer. So tell us about the legs. Okay, well, the legs arrived from... Um, Oxford in 19, probably 1992, 93. Uh, they were owned by Bill Heine, who ran a, um, a, a venue, a cinema over there called Notre Dame Rouge. And he uh, sort of placed them on the balcony and they lived there for a couple of years. And then when City Screen bought the building in 1994, they um, installed them on the right hand side uh, roof, which used to be a dome, but now it's just a flat roof. And they've lived there ever since. And they don't move, do they? It's an urban myth that they move, isn't it? Well, I think you're going to have to come and find out yourself. <laughs> so is it midnight? They kick? Yes, at midnight. <laughs> so when, when they first arrived, they were just like lying on the balcony, were they? Yeah, so they were sort of lying, uh, with sticking out onto the, sort of towards the street. So it would appear that there was sort of a, a drunken can-can dancer on the balcony, passed out <laughs> after a long night out. But in effect, yeah, they were just, uh, they, they, they only go up sort of, they go thigh high and then, you know, they're installed onto the, to the roof there. They're actually huge. They're, they're about 10 foot long, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're massive. So tell us a bit about the Duke of York's today. What sort of films does it show? What's it famous for? 
Well, to be honest, I mean, it's it, traditionally speaking, it's an art house cinema, but um, we do show a lot of a lot of kind of uh, kinds of films. Like, uh, for example, today uh, we're showing a big Hollywood blockbuster like Inception, but we're also showing a French film called Leaving. We're showing a Palestinian film called the Time There Remains. So we try and mix it up a lot. And I mean, currently showing on the screen right now is a British film called uh, Wild Target with Bill Nye. Uh, so we try and offer a little bit of everything for everyone, and we're not exclusively art house, but we're definitely not, you know, a multiplex either. What's the definition of an art house cinema? Well, it's an elusive term, and uh, the French call it the art de say, and that's probably it's more uh, sort of pure definition. Um, art house in different places means different things. I suppose it's specialized cinema. It's cinema that isn't the big Hollywood blockbuster. So foreign language, independent, documentaries, difficult subject matters. And those are all things that we do. So I guess we qualify. Now you have a podcast, don't you? Can you tell us a bit about your podcast? Yeah, it's the Splendor Cinema Podcast and it's named after my own blog. And uh, it's me and Rob who also works here. We talk about films that are out, but we also talk about things that are happening in the industry exhibition wise distribution so it's not just a film review program we talk it's very much our personal opinions but we also talk about events going on in the cinema and and we rant a bit which is good there's nothing quite like a good rant cast is there (laughs) it's the only way it works if you can rant a lot it's a way to vent all your frustrations and just uh, actually just putting my my podcaster hat on do you find you get many inquiries because of the podcast I bet you know well I know we have a lot of listeners just from numbers from iTunes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's in a way, unlike things like Twitter or Facebook, it, it's very much a one-way thing because people are listening, but we're not getting a lot of, you know, people just say, oh yeah, I heard it, it's nice, but uh, there isn't like a lot of interactivity, if you will. We're not taking kind of like, uh, you know, Five Live taking calls or texts. <laughs> Send us in your texts, you know, we're not doing that. Do, do you have like uh, any sort of subscription of any form? Can people sort of join anything when they want to sort of... Well, we have a membership scheme. If you join up, you get free tickets and discounts and put you on our mailing list. And obviously, you can, if you don't want to join and pay the, the membership fee, you can just sign up for our email listings every week. And, uh, you know, you can follow us on Twitter or on Facebook if you want to take it keep it real informal. So, yeah, there's lots of channels that you can sort of latch onto to find out what's going on with us. Fantastic. So, John Barranchier of the Duke of York's um, Cinema, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you go to the main website for this show at www.eventsforbrighton.org, you can see the show notes for this episode and any relevant links to anything that was mentioned. Also, you can leave comments against each show and do feel free to email us at feedback at eventfulbrighton.org if you've got any comments or suggestions. See you next time.